Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Tea and Tights Brit Rest Roundup. Our top stories this week. Jonathan Gresham wins the Progress World Championship. Ooh. Progress have announced the Atlas Tournament is set to return and will feature three former NXT superstars. Find out who in a minute. Will Ospreay and John Moxley will finally meet in the ring at New Japan's Windy City Riot on the 16th of April. Axel Tiska will face the winner of Max the Impaler versus Charles Crowley at Wrestle Carnival's um, next big ringmasters event on the 10th of July. And of Pro Wrestling Eve, we are going to see an amazing match with Alexis Falcon challenging Laura DiMatteo for the international championships. Hello, everybody. I am Big Daddy Dan from Tea and Tights. Tea and Tights is a podcast brought to you by Bodyslam.net and supported by Powered 4 TV. I am your co-host, Mr. Daniel Allen, and our main host, our super voice, is with us today, Mr. Andrew Moore, the great British attack you, Andy Tomos. Hello. Hello, I am absolutely tired, highly caffeinated, severely dehydrated, and every other aged somewhere in there. That's me right now, and uh, obviously I am not at home, I'm not in my usual store, which is why you're hosting this week, because uh, we're not sure if my, my internet's not as stable here as, it would, as, as we would like. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that it just jittered as you said that. <laughs> Timing. So tell us why you're so tired, Andrew. Uh, last night, uh, yesterday, I travelled all the way into London, Camden Town to be specific, and I went to the Electric Ballroom to watch Progress Wrestling, Chapter 150, Dodge, Dip, Duck, Dive, Dodge. And I had this little purple bracelet. I don't have it on anymore. I wish I did because I'm sure. Yeah. And it, it said VIP. Very opinionated person. No, no, no. Very, very impressive person. Very, very impressive person. And there was a little section at the top uh, and uh, thought media, as I am media, uh, for bodyslam.net and the TNT podcast, of course. Uh, and uh, I got to watch Progress Wrestling. I got to experience the electric ballroom for the first time ever. It was the first time I've ever been to a Progress Wrestling show. Uh, and it is everything that you have seen. Uh, it lived up to 100% of the expectation, the atmosphere, the crowd, the wrestling. And it was. It was just an absolute treat. It really, really was. So tell me uh, some of the standout matches. Uh, I mean, obviously, the, the biggest standout match of the night is, of course, Jonathan Gresham versus Cara Noir, The Octopus versus The Black Swan. And wow, what a match to just amazing talents who almost teased each other and taunted each other in the way that they wrestled each other. 
it was uh, very much, very early on, like chess and one-upsmanships and who could into the better positions and who could have the more flashy reversal technique transition. It was beautiful. But then the most shocking incident of the night, which I won't tell you about right now because, uh, you know, there's a whole show to tell you about first. Uh, I mean, another standout match, of course, was that uh, the close personal friends uh, who are four amazingly talented young men uh, who are fans of the show, who have all been on the show, uh, Callum Newman, Just Joe Lando, Maverick Mayhew, and Danny Black. And yes, they were wearing their matching pink tights with the CFP on the back. CPF, sorry. Both personal friends. It really, uh, and they took on like off Jim with Warren Banks plus Malik and crazy, 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 crazy. It was just crazy. It was just, you know, when you consider the fact that Five of the people in that match, the four young men we just mentioned, plus Kid Lycos too, are under 21 years old. It's it's terrifying how young they are. It really, really is. We do appear to have slightly lost Andrew, but I'm sure he will come back in just a moment's time. Um, here he is. Oh. Yeah, there we go. I'm back. Uh, so, where was I? We were on how scarily young the four, five members of that match were. Yeah, and uh, just everything that those lads can do. They, they are fearless. They, 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 they literally have no fear. They, they, they have 100% trust in their ability, and they, then they should, because they are superb. And then when you consider Kid Lycos himself, it's actually only about 25, maybe. He might be a little bit younger than 25. Uh, <clears throat> you know, still ridiculously young. Warren Banks is still ridiculously young. I don't know how old Banks is at all, and I'm not going to hazard to guess where he is, but... Yeah, well, I was going to guess. I would say he's around 25, Mark. But, uh, and then Manic, again, can't be that much older than 25. They are just superb talents. And they just did some crazy, crazy stuff. The teamwork, the combinations. It was <clears throat> everything Jim Cornette would hate about wrestling. Yay! And everything he... AEW fans would love about wrestling. Uh, this is, yeah, this was, you know, tailor-made for that modern day style, pure athleticism, you know, fine spot after spot. But there, there was story there. Uh, you know, the fact that Malik barely got into the ring and would only get into the ring when he knew he could take advantage. And that, of course, was 
the main point of that match. It was uh, just really, really just good. It was a very Malik thing well, to do. Uh, it was, yes. Uh, but the whole show kicked off with uh, Luke Jacobs and Chris Ridgeway versus Charles Crowley and Elijah. And, well, Chris Ridgeway and Elijah, I mean, sorry, and Luke Jacobs just lumped two tons out of Charles Crowley and poor, I mean, he put poor Charles Crowley, he, he was stripped red on his chest and back. At one point, literally having Luke Jacobs chop him while Chris Ridgeway kicked him at the same time. So just bam. And, I think uh, I've seen, um, I think I've seen Thatcher's cabinet doing the same. Yeah, and Callum, you know, Callum Newman has talked about Chris Ridgeway's kicks, about how they just take the wind out of you. And yeah, you do, you can, you can hear this. And I'm, I'm up on the balcony and I can hear this. Uh, there was a great moment at the end of this match. Basically, Elijah was down, pretty much beaten, right? Lou Jacobs and uh, Chris Ridgeway, they had this match one. And Charles Crowley, he knew that. He knew Elijah was done. But he was on the apron still. And you know what he said? He started calling Chris Ridgeway and Luke Jacobs bitches. He said that they were just pussies and that they were bitches and they were... So do you know what they did? They just threw Elijah into the corner, allowing Charles Crowley tag himself in. So when you think about this, again, it is literally Charles Crowley. He knew he wasn't going to be able to get in there and beat him. He was sacrificing himself for Elijah because Crowley has this weird obsession with Elijah. It was brilliant. Uh, I, I loved it. It was just, just, just great. Uh, then we have Max Dead and G. And Gene Money was not here for fun. Gene Money was not here for games. And I don't think I'm here anymore. Am I here? You're here in voice, if not in picture. But you are. But we do know that you've been wanting Gene Money to be more serious for quite a while. Yes. And, uh, you know, this was exactly it. And I'm, what I'm going to do here is I'm going to just quickly, I'm going to shut up. And you're about to get an interview between me and Gene Money clipped in right about now. Andy for Bodyslam.net and the Tea and Tights podcast. I am here with Gene Money. The damn dirty dog that he is. He had a huge win today. Over Adam Maxted. Yeah. How did that feel after what happened last time out? Felt painful. That guy can kick very hard. And the first kick he did was right in my head. Uh, no, like, it felt it felt good. Like, I know a lot of people have seen me at Progress and it's like, oh, Gene, you know, Gene likes to cock about. Gene likes to have fun. And tonight it was, I didn't want to go out for fun. Do you know what it's like to... 
thing about wrestling is it's weird. You've mm. got to take... I got it in the head 28 days ago by Adam Maxted. And then you've got to be like... I've got to be... I've been angry for 28 days, but it was very easy, you know? Yeah. It's like, when someone does that to you, when someone knocks you out with no regard, no remorse, and all you want to do is try your best. Honestly, that's all I have ever wanted to do here, and to have someone disrespect you like that is an insult. So, for 28 days, it's just been self-cannibalizing my happiness just to make sure I am absolutely miserable for this man. Making sure that I'm not having fun until until tonight, since now I feel like I can have fun. I had a purpose tonight, I lived up to that, and let's face it, Adam's tough. Adam is, Adam's mental, like, twatted him with a lariat, boy didn't stay down. Big win over one of Europe's biggest stars. Who's the best? Think that puts you in the Super Strong Cell It doesn't matter if I think that, does it? It doesn't matter if I think I should be there or I shouldn't be there, it's up to governors, governors in charge, like, Old management, eventually the crowd made enough noise and I've got a text message on my phone, I've looked at it recently and it basically said, can you do the strong style days because if we don't put you in, we're going to look like a dickhead. And that was two years ago, but you know, new management now, they need to see the same thing. But, you know, I'm like, I'm like a British barbecued sausage in bread because I'm a hot dog on a roll right now. Yeah. I have got, I'm undefeated this year in progress, three wins. You what? Like, this is unheard of. I am usually the underdog, and right now, I am the bloody overdog. No one can stop me yet. You're the damn dirty dog. I am. Thank you. We do have one last question. We've had five entrants today. Oh, on the announcement about the Atlas tournament. Yep. You mentioned you're a big boy. Yep. Are you interested in entering? Look, I am very interested in the Atlas tournament, but... I... It's not good for me to be so focused on one tournament and then another one comes around and I was like, actually, no, that one! Strong Styles are one for me. Look at, the, look at the people who have been put into that. They are 20, 35 pounds more than I am. Like, they are the bigger, bigger boys. And if it comes down to it and I chunk up, maybe I'll keep beating Atlas. But right now, I've got one focus and a Strong Style. And Warren Banks, as you're training, defeat. Warren Banks is going to be champion on Friday. Warren, the championship is going to be held by the Nigerian prince, the Nigerian kaiju, Warren Banks. I have such a soft spot for that man. I helped train that man in the very beginning. I can't take any credit for anything he's doing now, but in the beginning, I want to think I imparted a bit of wisdom on him. Uh, we have been through the wars. We have been up and down the road. We used to work for an absolute roughhousing man who would literally go to people's houses and threaten them if they weren't attending training. We have been through the wars. And to see a friend in that position, I am so excited for him to become Progress Wrestling World Champion. Thank you so much, Team Money. Thank I you. you have a great year. I've got, I've got, I've got. And we should be back now. <laughs> uh, Excellent. I really, really hope you enjoyed that little clip of uh, myself speaking with Gene Money post uh, thing. As you see, he's out there looking to be in that strong style, super strong style, 16. He's not even interested in the tournament, which he would be uh, qualified for, 
although he did also mention the fact that most of those guys are also a lot bigger than him, and so therefore he was quite happy. Not, but he's he's putting all his eggs in one basket. He's putting all of them in the strong sausage, super strong sausage thing. But Gene, the super strong sausage, get out there, get hashtag in it. He should have been there in 2019 or 2020, whenever it was meant to have been, but they had to cut it short with the COVID. So uh, let's uh, let's get Gene in there. But this was this was great. It really was. Adam Max dead, fantastic, and. Uh, Gene Money was superb. Then we had two incredible women, Rio and Lizzie Ever. I tell you something, me standing on that balcony looking down on that progress and watching Rio just come in and that, on that stage as it is at the progress stage, she just has a commanding presence. She is going to be a world wide star she is going to be one of the best wrestlers you've ever seen in the women's division she will be uh headlining all in or wrestlemania or she'll be the first woman from stardom to main event wrestle kingdom because she's that damn good and lizzie evo and uh, not not you can't count Lizzie Evo out here because she is incredible. Her attitude, the way she just flipped off the crowd, the way she just couldn't care less that the crowd would cuss her out and say that they she stole their hubcaps on all the things that they used to say to Paul to Zach Gibson back in the day. Now Lizzie Evo gets it. But yeah, these two girls just absolutely put them a clinic. Uh, sorry, I don't mean to call them girls. These two women, these amazing wrestlers, put on an absolute clinic. Then it was the CFB, uh, so CPF, the close personal friends, versus Malik and Lycos Jim. Uh, and uh, Malik, they picked up the win here. Malik trying to pick up the glory, but Lycos Jim kind of weren't having none of it. They just made sure that they were there. They weren't there for friendship. So, unfortunately, the power of friendship uh, just wasn't strong enough, uh, obviously, that they need to watch more anime. Power of friendship. Are they going to need some special rings? Uh, yes, I think they should get some special rings so they could be like, I mean, not like the Wonder Twins power, but yeah, they could be like, TPS. We'll tag with our rings. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> excellent, excellent. Trisha Dora, Holly Dead, Mercedes Mercedes first and Tonga. Uh, again, what can I say? Just four incredible wrestlers. The way uh, you could tell that Blaze and Tonga were the tag team because they knew how to work together. First, they cut Holly Dead off the ring. Then when Holly then finally did get the tag to Trisha Dora, they just isolated Trisha Dora. So they only made one tag between them. And that entire thing, it was one tag from Holly did to Trisha Dora. Other than that, they didn't make any other tags because of the way uh, Mercedes Blaze and Tonga just worked as a team, picking up the win uh, and cheating, pulling the tights, of course. 
oh, my internet's unstable. I'm probably going to be lost in a minute. So we'll, I'll keep talking anyway uh, until I disappear. And then hopefully Dan will tell me when I'm back. Uh, then it was the Smoking Aces versus the O1, 2-1, and Mike like Doris. I love his entrance. I love a man like Doris entrance. It is, uh, there are, you know, when it comes down to it, Paranawala, Charles Crowley, man like Doris, the best entrances in British wrestling. I'm just, I'm just hands down putting it down the way it, it just gets the crowd hype and it's amazing. This was a hard hitting, scrappy match. You know, uh, tempers were flaring before they even started. They were just uh, gorgeacking each other, shoving and pushing. And then when they finally got into it, they didn't stop gorgeacking each other and shoving and pushing. The crowd was split. They did not know. So they finally take into the smoking ace. Smoking ace has had a struggle trying to get a pro. And we have temporarily lost Andrew. So what I'm going to do is move on to another. Ah, there he is. He's back. So I will give you the information about the Atlas tournament in just a minute. I will let Andy finish telling us all about progress, dodge, dip, duck, dive, dodge. Where was I? Uh, You were just finishing up the tag match. Oh, the 0-1-2-1. Yep. Oh, so you got to hear me about talking about Manlike Doris's entrance. Excellent. Brilliant. And then finally, it was that main event. It it was Karanawar versus Johnny Gresham, as I say. One up the ship's chest. The technicality, the beautiful, the amazing wrestling that was. And then out came Spike Trevay. Bastard. And just when it looked like Paranoir was going to pick up the win, out came Spike Trevay. And he stood on the ring and he looked him dead in the eye. And then he got knocked off the apron and then uh, got caught by a suicide dive from uh, Jonathan Gresham. And then he ended up getting pushed and shoved backstage again. Up. Out of nowhere, he just comes back out and just clangs Cara uh, Noir with the chair to the head. And as Cara Noir stumbles back and then into the ring, Jonathan Gresham low-blowed him. Oh, well, boom, style. And then rolled him up. One, two, free and the crowd they just couldn't they couldn't believe it they were shocked they were booed they booed him i'm surprised people didn't start throwing uh you know rubbish at him because they were that angry (laughs) a progress fan would not waste beer i can tell you that much now a progress fan would not waste beer by throwing it towards the ring that's true but then Gresham, he went to the back. And this, this was just 
all inspiring if I'm honest because I'm sat there at the top and you can see Coronawai, he's just down. He is out. He's taken a chair to the head. He's had a low blow. He's lost the Progress World Championship. And the crowd, they surround the ring and they beat down on the ring and they lift Coronawai up. Not physically because they didn't get in the ring and literally start picking him up. But through the sound, through the cheers, through the Coronawai was able to lift himself up and as he walked to the back, chance of, thank you, Gara. Thank you, Gara. He didn't look back, though, which was brilliant. I thought that was really, really good because you can imagine a lot of people might have wanted to have looked back at that point because, you know, as I say, the crowd's just chanting, thank you, Kara, thank you, Kara. So you might think you might just turn around and maybe lift a hand up or anything, but no. He got himself to the back, but he didn't look back, but wow. And if you haven't seen it, go check out the Progress Twitter, man. The uh, promo video Despite Dre has just released it, oh, Progress just released today. It's excellent. And he makes it clear that he didn't do this because of Jonathan Gresham. He makes it clear that this was nothing about the octopus. And this was all about Coronel. And he has said that by the end of 2022, he will make sure that the Progress fans know that Coronel is just as ugly as he is. I can't wait. It's brilliant. Really, really is. Uh, and then the Atlas tournament was also announced by uh, Mr. Simon Miller. Who you spoke to earlier this week. I did, yeah. I, I mentioned how busy I, we, I have been this week. We've been absolutely crazy busy. I've been working on my little arse off for Bodyslam.net and for and I. Of course, and yes, I got to interview uh, the amazing Simon Miller, Body Slam editor Jameis uh, joined me. We had a great little chat with Simon Miller all about the progress. Uh, we talked about the need to keep the funny little names up uh, and the need for that interaction with that crowd despite the change. You know, yes, we want change. But we also want to still want some of it the same. And it's a great little conversation. Plus, we previewed the matches coming up. And uh, Simon Miller is just as Simon Miller is. If you uh, if you get what I mean. I, I'm, uh, I'm sad that I wasn't able to be part of that one. I'm even sadder that I wasn't able to be part of your next interview. Because, oh, I'm, I'm gutted. Yes, well, uh, my next interview was actually Roy Johnson first. Uh, I spoke to Roy Johnson about everything that's happened in London. Uh, he explained to me uh, the reason for the need for representation, and it's uh, he makes some very clear and concise points. He's fantastic, and we talked about the upcoming matches. Uh, he talked about his opponents for his match at Everything Bad in London. We talked about Warren Banks and we talked about Jonathan Gresham, of course, uh, prior to everything happening. Uh, so, yeah, go check out that interview. Make sure because uh, Everything Bad in London looks set to be phenomenal event, uh, tremendous, superb. 
all those type of words you want to use. It, it looks fantastic, as does who run the world, because I got to speak to the lead commentator for that evening and say, so, Cal, Val, I know you were really, really wanted this interview and you just couldn't get the time in right. She did send you her love. So, uh, you know, you, you, you got it there. And then, of course, you spoke with Holly Dead. Uh, obviously, I did not speak with Holly Dead because we were having technical issues with my uh, headset and mic, which we finally figured out. But uh, So we're up and running now. Yeah, Holly Dead was absolutely amazing. Really great interview um, covering progress, her previous matches in progress, why she... Um, feels the um the all bame show is, is so important for black women and for wrestlers um from the bame community and we just had a good laugh and discussed marmite so i'm hoping that i'll get the opportunity to bring some marmite along as a gift for holly dead and she even gave us a little exclusive of the um merch that she was bringing along to the shows yeah i tried to get you one of the dolls uh but uh she couldn't take my card oh uh, and Thank I didn't you. have I, did, I didn't have any cash on me at the time. Uh, they are twenty five pounds. They look absolutely amazing. They I, are I, so I cool. Say, I did try to get you one, but uh, I only had card on me. I had no cash on me at the time, and unfortunately, hurt the way her card machine works. It only works for American cards, which oh. are different to UK cards. That was very kind of you, anyway. Yeah. So let's talk about. One more progress thing before we move on to the rest of the news. Progress, as you say, announced the Atlas Tournament, which is set for April the 17th and 18th, with the first five entrants announced. They include three former NXT superstars, and they are, Andy. Uh, you have got Axel Tiska, the former Alexander Wolf, Jonah, once known as Bronson Reed, and Big Damo, formerly known as Kimberly and Dane. Yeah, so um, that's three big burly men. They also announced another couple as well, didn't they? Yeah, we got Joe Hendry and Ricky Shane Page from uh, American Independence scene. A uh, bit of a deathmatch legend as well. He's uh, certainly been involved in a lot of things. GCW. Uh, I know he's pivoting to extreme on uh, a few occasions. He's been a progress. He has been for progress as well, uh, and he is a very athletic big man. He's very surprising because uh, he doesn't look like he could be able to do what he does, but he I does mean, what he does with so much ease. <laughs> you look at that lineup there, and I mean Axel Tiska is probably the smallest man on that lineup. That's mad. Yeah, as I say, when I spoke to uh, Mr. Gene Money and uh, we talked around the fact that, yes, he is over 205. He could enter that tournament. But um, as you say, Damo, Hendry and uh, Jonah, he each easily have 60 to 80 pounds on him. Ricky Shane Page has probably got like 40 pounds on him. Uh, say RSP and Axel Tiska are probably, yeah, I say Tiska's the smallest man in that match, and he's a big boy. He is. Yeah, I've met him. He's a lovely guy and a 
big guy as that. Who so, do you think will be the uh, third, the next three entrants? Next three? Mm. Yeah, there's three more entrants. Obviously. It's going to be an eight-man tournament. I um, reckon. Pick some names off the top of our heads. I think Warren Banks. I think Aidenson, Ryan Aidenson. Who's oh, sorry? Synergy. Oh, the Synergy Boys. Yeah, why not? Uh, Anderson Daniels or uh, Droid Boys. Definitely big enough. Uh, okay, look, I, I'm going to throw I'm going to bring in some names. Uh, I'm going to look at some international talent here. Some European people. And I'm thinking of people, guys like Tristan Archer. Mm-hmm. Uh, could be a name. Uh, big, big guy. Uh, Jörn Simmons from Holland. He would certainly fit very he would well fit beautifully in this tournament. Out, out those two, I think Simmons would be my choice. Uh, in the UK, let's have a look. You say the big boys, Will Cruz? Yeah. Will Cruz could be a good shout. Let's get the Cruz away in this tournament. Uh, the headliner, Blake. Powerhouse Blake, yeah, good old boy, big, big, big boy. Uh, of course, the biggest anxious guy in all of wrestling, Big Guns Joe. Of course. How can we forget about it? Of course, he's going to be, you know, it'd be silly not to have <laughs> the biggest anxious man in all of wrestling in the summit. So, yeah, I, I mean, there's a uh, few names. Uh, well, let's think of one American name that'll be embroiling. Yeah. Uh, Jacob Fatu, Alexander Hamstone would be two guys I would love to see. Okay, here's one for you, and I think the crowd would tear him to pieces. Ready? Okay. Adam Sher. Yeah. I, I yeah. just, I've got a feeling that he'd come in thinking but, that he was going to be so over and the progress crowd would just eat him alive. Well, especially after this whole CYN stuff as well. You know, yeah, he would get absolutely eaten up yep. by that British audience. Now I want him to be in it. <laughs> I do like the fact I liked Banks, but I'm, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking Banks has got to be in that world title picture from the... Uh, so if he does not win on the twenty fifth, on the tenth anniversary show on the twenty fifth, which I believe he will. Oh, I know I'm... who it's going to be. Okay. I reckon we will see the return of Rampage. The original Atlas champion. The original Atlas champion. The first ever, he did win that incredible tournament. Went up to defend the belt on several occasions. Uh, just for an article about it on bodyslam.net, go check it out. Uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely a good name. He's been out for a little while, so if we want to reintroduce him, maybe, maybe. Uh, but yeah, we've, we've covered progress for the first, oh, nearly hour of the show. Yeah. Let's do some more news. <laughs> Why not? Will Ospreay um, is finally going to take on John Moxley. They're going to meet in the ring. They're going to throw hands. 
at New Japan Pro Wrestling's Windy City Riot on the 16th of April. I'm excited for this. I'm incredibly excited for this. How can you not be as Will Ospreay and from most of the uh, Will Ospreay is taking every opportunity uh, to call out John Moxley on many, many occasions, including actually said that John Moxley was outright ducking him at one point. Uh, so this has been simmering, this has been heating, and uh, it is now ready to explode at the New Japan. It'll be uh, New Japan Strong, uh, and it's the Windy City, so it's Chicago, and it's the 16th of April. However, Will Ospreay is going to have a bit of a chip on his shoulder, isn't he? He is. Uh, he was uh, eliminated from the New Japan Cup by fellow Englishman, Zack Sabre Jr., who has now progressed to the semi-finals. I think Zack Sabre Jr. is going to win. Do you? Ooh. I do. I don't know why. I just feel like that win over Ospreay. Zack Sabre Jr. has got to win. Ooh. And it wasn't just Osprey as well. Zack Sabre Jr. featured for the great Okan um, on the way to get to Osprey. Yeah, and uh, Osprey completely caved in Sonoda's head. I haven't actually seen these matches yet. I've been so busy. Do you know what I have? I literally haven't watched wrestling apart from the live progress wrestling show. <laughs> wow. That for you is very unusual. I, I mean, I, I've caught bits and pieces, but I haven't seen enough of anything. So uh, I, I won't be doing any reviews later. So <laughs> That's we'll all right. I've got a couple. There. I've yeah. got a couple. Um, but there is a bit of controversy, isn't there, about this? Yes. Now, now uh, you know, the video's out there. It's been, it's been done in slow-mo. His hand kind of flails around in the air, and then it goes... And the referee called that as a tap. Well, if it hit the ground three times, and it is a tap. I didn't hit the ground three times. He kind of hit Ooh. Zach Sabre Jr. So, I mean, oh, it's brilliantly done. I'll put it that way. It's brilliantly done. It's done enough that half the crowd can say that was a tap, and the other half of the crowd can say that wasn't a tap. So it has been done absolutely brilliantly. I've seen the videos as I want to watch these matches. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to take some time off and actually watch some live rest. I mean, watch some actual rest. I'm watching, obviously, NXT UK. I'm going to catch up on the New Japan Cup. Uh, I was going to review the WXW uh, Now and Friends Showcase, which is the one where Charles Crowley... Uh, defended the rest kind of the championship in the main event against Big Guns Joe. Unfortunately, I haven't seen that match. I've seen the rest of it. I just haven't seen the Charles Rowley and Big Guns Joe match yet. Uh, and I'm going to watch a few other stuff. <clears throat> and yeah, and that, PW, uh, the show that you were at, has actually just been uploaded to Powerful TV. Uh, so let's kick in a plug for Powerful TV. Uh, if you want to catch the best of British wrestling, there is only one place to really, well, if you want to watch some of the best of British wrestling, there is only one place you can really do that. And where is that, Daniel? That is Powered for TV. Powerful TV have got an amazing selection of British wrestling. You have classic wrestling. You have wrestling from the early 2000s. You have wrestling from 
a week ago. It is that up to date on Wrestle uh, on um, Powerful TV. Now, I have currently been watching on Powerful TV PEW Phenomenal Elite Wrestling, um, which I was there for the show, and it's really cool because I get to see my face. <laughs> now, also on Powerful TV, you have IPW, you have FNW. You have so many great companies who you can watch, and you can watch them all for I free. Assuming this is me cutting out. I'm no, you're back. Bad. You're back, mate. <laughs> you are back. Um, you can watch for free for 30 days if you sign up using our code TPOD. That's T-E-A-P-O-D, TPOD. And you can watch some amazing wrestling for free on Powerful TV. And after that, it's $7.99 a month, which for the amount of wrestling you get... You can't shake a stick out, I tell you. Now, our next piece of news, Sovereign Pro have announced the first two matches for their debut show, First Rain, on the 1st of October in Manchester. In triple threat action, it will be Malik versus Michael Oku versus Chris Ridgway. That is going to be an absolutely amazing match. Malik versus Michael Oku versus Chris Ridgway will be absolutely brilliant. Plus... It has been announced that Mariah May will face Harley Hudson. Check out their YouTube for a full roster reveal and more details. There are some great videos from Simon Miller, some brilliant videos from Malik, some great, great, great videos available from Roy Johnson. All of these are going to be part of Sovereign Pro. Indeed, including the Scouse Mouse Powerhouse, Harley yeah. Hudson. Yeah, her match with Mariah May is going to be absolutely brilliant. WrestleCon is our next bit of news. Um, Axel Tiska, who we mentioned earlier, is going to face whoever wins the Carnival Championship. And I may have upset one of the scariest people in wrestling earlier today with a slight faux pas. Well, at least you didn't call her Mariah May like I did. I didn't call her Mariah May, no. Um, so basically... Um, Max the Impaler or Charles Crowley, whoever wins out of those two at Wrestle Carnival's um, next show, will be taking on Axel Tiska. Um, I may have forgotten that there was the match coming up with Charles Crowley and Max the Impaler. Uh, uh, and um, Max seems very angry and is going to break Charles Crowley into several small pieces. Yes, she said she's going to hurt Charles Crowley even more just because of what you said. They did, and I feel very guilty. <laughs> Sorry. You know what I'm trying to... I, I was having an interview with Charles Crowley, and do you really think he's going to let us come on our show now after you caused him to get absolutely well, battered by uh, Max the Impaler? I think you know they balance. are going to kill him. They are going to break him in half. Uh, there is balance, though, because um, we have our third man, um, our, our, our occasional um, attendee, Mr. Stephen Salden, um, who is Mr. Charles Crowley's biggest fan, as his son Jack. So, you know what? I may have cocked up and, and brought us down a little, but Stephen and Jack always bring us up so much more. Good old tribal chief and the big fat geeks. Yeah. Pro Wrestling Eve have got their show Pile Drivers and Pints coming up on the 1st of April at the Signature Brewery. And Lexis Falcon is challenging Laura DiMatteo for the International Championships. Now, we've been lucky to see Laura DiMatteo a couple of times live, haven't we? 
Yeah, I love Laura Di Matteo. She's always been one of my favourites. Uh, she's just just so good in the ring. And you think she she came over to the UK? I think when she was uh, like fourteen to train at Progress uh, to train with Ginny and a person I don't want to talk about. And and yeah. Um, because like, she, she really, really is. Yeah, she is just absolutely fantastic. And Alexis Falcon has been absolutely running wild on the Brit Rest scene at the moment. So this match should be fantastic, well worth seeing. And I'm kind of hoping it'll be on the first half of the show because Pro Wrestling Eve are wonderful. They give away the first half of their shows on YouTube for you to enjoy. Uh, just got two more massive matches announced by uh, Pro Wrestling Eve uh, tonight, apparently. Uh, so Sky Smithson will be facing Jetta for the Eve Championship in the main event. Plus, Dave, return to Pro Wrestling Eve. Dave will face Session Moff Martin, yeah. yeah. The non-binary nightmare, Maxi Impaler, Session Moth Martina, Global Women's Strike Free on Saturday, the 23rd of April. Oh. Another piece of news. Flash Morgan Webster has reportedly turned down his NXT UK contract offer. Um, he's been out of action since October of 2021, um, following shoulder injury. And he is due to return in June of this year, but his current contract ran out in February. And apparently he's currently working on a short-term extension. So, yeah, we're a sub down. Uh, I think this is probably a good for Flash Morgan Webster. I think he's got enough potential uh, to go uh, international. I think... Webster should definitely explore his own. But yes, Flash Morgan Webster is, uh, I think it's best for him, as I say. I I don't think NXT UK or WWE are really going to do huge amounts more than they've already done. He's, he's had tag team championships once. What's he going to do? Win that again? Maybe get a run with the Heritage Cup? I think uh, there are a few promotions on the independence team where he could be the top dog. And one of those promotions that I think he'd fit in well with um, have made announcements saying, now this isn't technically Brit Rest News, um, but DDT Pro are going to be working with AEW. Um, That's massive. I'm hoping to see Chris Brooks on AEW soon, uh, maybe alongside Jonathan Gresham. Yeah. Of course, our age, it's all there. It's great. That is a great deal for AEW. And uh, as I say, if we're an American podcast, we would talk about that more, but we're not. No, but I thought I'd just mention it because I do think that no, Flash would... Is. Big news. Flash would fit in there. Has he done it before? I mean, I know uh, Pete Dunn and that lot gone over to DDT. So, I mean, I wouldn't be hugely surprised if Morgan Webster's uh, done that before. I need to tell us about the next story and I will research that. Our next story is TNT Extreme Wrestling. 
Rio returns for Siren's Fury on the 28th. Um, the She-Wolves will also be in action. I am very excited about this. because, As we mentioned earlier, Rio is kicking all of the arse everywhere she goes. Um, she is fantastic. And Siren's Fury is always a um, show to watch. She is very, very good fun. Um, so do make sure to watch it and you'll be able to watch it on Powered 4 TV for free if you use the code TPOD. And yes, I'll probably drop that out a few times during this show. Right. Yeah, uh, that's, uh, yeah, as you say, it looks like to be an incredible show. Uh, yeah, she hasn't been on there since She Wolves defeated Rio and Lana Austin, uh, I think probably September last year. So it's, it's, yeah, so it's been a it's been a while since Rio's been on TNT Extreme. She's uh, one of the top girls on uh, top women for TNT Extreme, and as you say, Sinus Fury, the all women show for TNT Extreme. They've always, in my opinion, led the way in uh, representing female wrestling. Big up to uh, TNT Extreme for that. It's funny you should mention. Um... The She-Wolves versus Rio and um, Lana Austin, because Lana Austin took on Molly Spartan on ICW um, Fight Club this week. Ooh, that's nice. Oh, I just mentioned, uh, you remember you were speaking to Holly Dead? And yes. Said, and we were talking about the fact that Holly Dead and Rio would be such a great match. Uh, at Who Runs World, it will be... Holly Dead versus Trisha Dora versus uh, Rio in a triple threat action. As Holly Dead said, she loves going in there with a big girl that can hit hard and um, Rio can hit hard. Mm, damn right. Right. Shall we go on to the reviews? Uh, do you want to do our UK uh, versus the world fantasy draft? Well, seeing as I made the effort to do it, I think that'd be a good idea. So going on from T uh, OTT last week, having their island versus the world, uh, we decided to do a UK versus the world because a few months ago we picked our own federations. We put together our own different picks and we made our own wrestling companies. So using our wrestlers from our wrestling companies, we did a UK versus the world. And Andy, seeing as you seem stable at the moment in internet only, uh, would, <laughs> would you like to start? Why not? Uh, I'm going to kick it off straight away with two women that absolutely kick ass. Uh, there were some restrictions on our cards because uh, we had drafted international talent, and the idea was we had to use all the international talent we drafted so we couldn't just bring in other people and put ours to the side. No, we had to use uh, every single one. He could not use any of the international talent I had drafted. I could not use any of the international talent. He had drafted. I actually kind of ha really uh, handicapped, well, not handicapped myself a little bit, but the fact was when I drafted, I drafted four uh, female international wrestlers. So you, I had to put ones. yeah, I had to put a lot of women's matches on my card, which is not a problem because well, I had an absolutely deep and fantastic women's division. Uh, and it was going to kick off with Chantel Jordan versus Mia Yamashita uh, from TJP Tokyo Joshi Pro. Uh, if she is amazing, I, I'm just just Google Mia Yamashita. And 
just watch her spinning back kick, uh, which is even better than... Malachi Black? Malachi Black's back kick. And I put her up against the girls who just beat the crap out of each other. It's going to be a barn burner of an opener. Uh, my next match is Daz Black. Nice. Versus Peter Tahanyi from uh, Tihanyi from Hungary. I've talked about him enough recently. Superb. Google him. Google Daz Black. This is going to be a barn burner. Then, ICW, book that match now. Then it is going to be big boy wrestling. As I bring in Big Damo, my boy, Big Damo, he's on my roster. I'm going, I think I needed to put on against someone big and bad. And he's been putting the Atlas tournament. I'm assuming we're going to get this match. Big Damo versus Jonah. Jonah is the only person that I drafted in outside of my international talent because I put everybody else and I only needed one person, uh, which was, I thought, was really good of my uh, little roster. Then, to finish off the uh, first half of the show, Riho versus Alice Inc. Nice. Very nice. I would like to see versus Riho versus Alex. Stephanie Mays. Again, Let's go over that one again. again. Free, kick, free kickboxers. Riho, Alicink, and Stephanie Mays. They're just going to batter each other. It's going to be beautiful brutality. And uh, the fans are going to eat it up. I wouldn't want to be the referee for that one. No, no. Then, to reopen the second half of the show... Just Joe Lando versus Francisco Akira. Ooh. You know, uh, exactly. Uh, Is it, there, I don't even really need to say anything else. Then, right, because uh, I realise, technically, uh, people drafted on my roster are actually international talents. Tony Storm and Laura DiMatteo for two of them. So I created a fatal four-way that included those two, plus my other uh, women international scar, Iva Koloski, and I brought in uh, Nixon Null from my UK draft. And uh, so Nixon Null, Tony Storm, Laura DiMatteo, and then Iva Koloski. The, those three, the, the three girls that I've gone in there before are going to be able to mask some of the inexperiencedness of Ivor Klosky. So I think that was the perfect way to get her involved. Dennis tag team action. Aussie Open won my international tag team. Of course, they're one of the best tag teams. And personally, I think the Smoking Aces, one of the best tag teams right now as well. And I want to see these guys collide because it's going to be beefy, it's going to be slappy, it's going to be hard hitting, it's going to be athletic. It would be amazing. So Aussie Open versus Smoking Aces. Wow. And then main event time representing England 
Spike Trevay, representing America, Jonathan Gresham, representing Parts Unknown, Karanawa. So, triple threat main event, Karanawa, Jonathan Gresham. I wonder where you got your inspiration for this. I don't know where I got my inspiration for this match. Uh, I know, I, I just I just envisioned it in my head uh, the other day. It just came to me. <laughs> Spike Trevay, Gresham, Karanawa. Now, you know, I really like that card. I think that card's going to be good. Obviously, I think mine's going to be better. Um, but bring on the card. Also, just like you, I only bought in one other um, international talent that wasn't really on my roster. There we go. So there you go. Right, I am going to start off with a three-way dance because I love a three-way dance. Tristan Archer versus Warren Banks versus Shota Umino. Nice. I, I think there's like a nice that. bit of international going on there. Um, I think that's a good way to start the show. Around the world, big boys, athletic boys, good match. Yeah, it really should be. Then I'm going to have youth versus experience. Tajiri versus Danny Black. The Japanese buzzsaw versus the kid without fear. Um I know it's got potential not to work, but I think it would. In my heart of hearts, I think this match would be amazing. So one of my favourite matches of all time is Tajiri versus Super Crazy versus Nutsio from ECW. And I just think Danny Black could definitely bring out the old Tajiri. Yeah, there's a lot of things Tajiri can teach Black in the ring. I like it. Yeah. My tag team match is next, and it is a four corners tag match. The Arrows of Hungary, favourites of yours, I know, versus Lycos Jim. Love it. From the UK. Versus Kings of the North of Northern Ireland. Versus Ian Skinner and Charles Weiss. I think that, again, this one will be. A lot of fun with the Kings of the North hitting everybody hard. Lycos Jim cheating. Have uh, you seen the Arrows of Hungry merch? The new t-shirt they brought out? No. I, I shared it the other day on our team. Go check it out. It's an awesome t-shirt. I know you would love it. We'll have a look. Thank you. But yeah, that's my big tag match. And then to end the first half of my show, I want to see this tag match so much. The She-Wolves versus the Twisted Sisters, Holly Dead and Thunder Rosa. Um, love it, <laughs> love it, love it. I think the Twisted Sisters can actually step up to the She-Wolves at their own violence, and there are very few tag teams that can do that, male or female. Um, I think it would be an absolute banger. I think you're right. I think you're right. I still think my first half is better than your first half. <laughs> That's all right. You're entitled to your opinion. I think we should do a poll on Twitter or YouTube or okay. something. Well, let me give my second half and then we, we can do it. From there. Let's go for it. Jordan Grace versus Kanji. You, you want big striking matches? I can give you big striking matches. We then have another match that I want to see so badly. 
Ilhijo del Vikingo versus Callum Newman. Now, we're talking big, crazy high flyers, both of them. Um, this match will need to warn air traffic control in advance. Um, it will be all over the shop. And I wouldn't want to be sitting front row for this one because I have a habit of getting landed on. <sighs> yeah. I think uh, the whole first 10 rows will have to uh, <laughs> land in their seats. <laughs> now, the next one is, is, is going to be interesting. Adam Schur, who we mentioned earlier, um, and Axel Tisker tagging together against Synergy. I want some big boys in there. And I want to see if Synergy can lift Adam Schur and pass him across. If anyone could, they could. And my final match, well, my cat tries to knock over a pint of water. Thank you, cat. <laughs> Don't have this problem with dogs, do you? Um, my final match, my headline match, is a match that I think you might have to argue is as good as your match, if not better, for your um, headliner. Chris Ridgway versus Timothy Thatcher. They'll slap two tons of F out of each other. They really, really will. And it'll be a great match. I've, I, uh, I've seen it a couple of times and, the, you know, it never fails to deliver. But no. I don't think I've ever seen it in a, in a main event spot given 20 plus minutes to work. I'm sure uh, there'll be red everywhere. <laughs> Come on, admit it. It's great. Yeah, there'll be, as I say, uh, there'll be lots of bruises. There'll be lots of. Uh, it won't just be that. There'll be the technical wrestling to it as well. Yes, they can both strike, but my God, they can both transition. They can do holds. They can do everything. And Ridgeway would have the advantage in the uh, striking. I think Thatcher, due to the fact that he's a bigger guy, uh, would have the advantage in most grappling situations. Uh, if he goes down to the mat, mat, I would then put the advantage back onto Chris Ridgeway in a grappling on the mat situation. If it's standing grappling, factor. If it's on the floor grappling, Chris Ridgeway. If it's standing, Chris Ridgeway would just strike. It's a great match. Thank you. But, my but we're going to move on now to NXT UK's review. <laughs> Go on, NXT UK review. Better <laughs> wrap it up as quick as we can. <laughs> um oh, no have you not watched NXT UK this week? I've only seen parts of it as I yeah, have you ever watched something while falling asleep and you kind of fall asleep, you open up your eyes and ten minutes have suddenly gone and then you're back down and five more minutes have gone. It was like that, it was like time traveling. Only your interviews. Oh, <laughs> You set me up for it. No, um, yeah, I do know exactly what you mean. Um, normally, it's the Royal Rumble or WrestleMania that I watch like that. <laughs> uh, it's because uh, on NXT UK, there was the day I first travelled from uh, north to south. Well, NXT UK this week was brilliant. 
Um, it was really, really good. And we started off with Oliver Carter versus Tyler Bate. Um, I was surprised. Oliver Carter was as over with the fans as Tyler Bate was. Um, really happy about that because we've been saying that um, Carter and Smith really needed the crowd there. And by God, this proved it. Um, great moves from Carter. The rolls and slides that he did were just brilliant. Really good exchanges. And then due to a distraction from Trent Seven, gosh, um, with fighting with Ashton Smith, Bate made a mistake. Um, and Ash, uh, Oliver Carter got the pin. One to a three. Um, really, really good match. Like, exceptionally good match. Huge win for uh, Carter as well. Yeah, massive huge win for Oliver Carter. Um I honestly think this could be the best NXT UK match we've had so far this year. That's saying a lot when you've got that Nathan Fraser versus A-Kid match. It is, I know. But you know what? I'll stand by it. If you want to fight me in the comments, go for it. Um, we dare you. But remember, <laughs> folks, we don't think the trolls. They do not. A-Kid was looking for a tag team partner to take on Defamilia. And he's chosen Huxley. Saxon Huxley. Yeah, I remember kind of around so like Huxley, eh? <laughs> yeah. Um well it'll be interesting. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Um be very, very interesting. Huxley's good in the ring and he can tag well, so I can't see it being a problem. Wild Boar wants revenge against Eddie Dennis. Was a little okay. video clip. No, he was quite shouty. Um, <laughs> Nina Samuels versus Amelia McKenzie. Uh, Nina Samuels is just getting more and more. Hence, she is ripped. Um, her definition on her shoulders is just phenomenal. Um, and this match was really, really good. Um, much stronger match than usual from Samuels. Really, really enjoyed it. Um, she used the fish hook. Loved oh, it. Love a bit of fish again. Yeah, I know, that's why I wanted to mention it because I knew that it was like that. Amelia hit a tope suicida and then Samuels threw her off the top rope by the ponytail. I liked that. Um, it's just the sadist in me. I think that was a good use of ponytail. Um, Samuels missed a moonsault and Mackenzie hit a spear for the win. It was a good match. Really good match. Uh, we then had a promo for Roderick Strong being over. Uh, Mark Coffey uh, is then announced that he is going to be having a Heritage Cup match. We're going to get the third member of um, Gallas going for the Heritage Cup. Good on him. Good on Mark Coffey. Hmm. We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, Kenny Williams had a video after that where there was a bit of paper stuck to his locker saying, tick-tock, tick-tock, you haven't made any friends. So... Sam Bradwell's going to kill Kenny Williams. Yay. <laughs> uh, symbiosis was then called into Skid Scala's office. Um, Dennis was desperately trying to avoid the match that's being called out by Wild Boar. Um, he suggested Primate versus Boar instead as ex-tag team partners, and that'll be far more interesting, and Scala sort of agreed to it. But, hey, just build it up where he has to go through the tag team to get to the manager. Makes yeah, sense. It's booking one-on-one. Yeah, yeah. Then a favourite of ours, Aaliyah James, was in action. Hey. Uh, she took on Stevie Turner. 
Um, and Aaliyah James is just getting better and better and better, as she will do, because she is training and is doing really well. Turner is a pro, and she needs to keep winning her matches. Um, Aaliyah James um, did an O'Connor roll into a bridging pin um, for the win. Aaliyah James, what? Brilliant. I like brilliant, it. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Well, uh, the other thing, the thing that I really like is the women's matches on the UK. Made up for last made week. For that one week where they didn't put a women's match up. Yep, yep. Uh, within a segment in Shaw Samuel's bookies office. Um, wasn't as funny as it was before. Uh, Isla Dawn and Mako Satomura video. Dawn has been planning this for a year, whereas the promo people seem to have been planning it for a month. Um, there you go. Uh, we then had Wolfgang versus Roderick Strong. Um, nice ICW shout out and explanation about Wolfie being the regulator, which was good. Uh, Strong threw his shirt at Wolfgang's face. Wolfgang tried to run through the referee to get to Strong, but Strong just kept running out of the match and did this throughout at the beginning. He just tried to, tried to antagonize Wolfgang by jumping out of the ring. Um, really, really great match. Um, Strong just kept doing the winds up. He got his eyebrows split open at some point. Um, again, they managed to edit it so you couldn't really see anything most of the time. Um, Caber toss from Wolfgang. Strong hit the jumping knee um, and got the win. Now, my daughter, Evelyn, watched this with me, who is eight. I don't know if you saw this online. Um, she, uh, I put a photo of her very angry face at um, Wolfgang uh, being beaten by Roderick Strong. She did not like <laughs> Roderick Strong. And, and Wolfgang commented, saying that he would win for her next time. Um, and she's advised him that what he needs to do in the future is kick him in the knee so that he can't do that. And he said that is an excellent suggestion. So... Wolfgang is. is taking adv advice from my eight-year-old um, for his next match. So there we go. Well done, Evelyn. Um, Roderick Strong then announced that he isn't here for a long time, but he is here for a good time, and he called out Ilya Dragunov. If you say you're not going to be here for a long time and call out the champion for a championship match... <sighs> Yeah, it's it's like it's it's like it's the same. Look, we know, you know, he's not going to win, but we know, you know, it's going to be a great match. So you know, you will cheer anyway. I will. Exactly. All in all, this was a very good episode of NXT UK, and I'm going to give it four sugars. I'm going to give my uh, progress set experience four and a half sugars. I'm not surprised by that. In fact, I am surprised by that. I thought you may have gone as far as five. <laughs> I... I, I, I can never give a perfect five. Uh, that I doubt, you know, it'd be almost impossible uh, apart from that one. <laughs> I was going to say, but I didn't. ICW. We started off with Sheikh El Sham versus Andy Wilde. And to quote the commentary team, this is big lads doing big lad things. Uh, both men were hitting hard. Both men were hitting fast. Um, Sheikh looks great. Um, Andy managed to escape from the camel clutch, put it into an ankle lock. Really great transition. But Sheikh hit the spear for the win, and Sheikh El Sham gets the win. We then had Mickey Devine and Rabu Romero versus 
Synergy. Synergy, however, have a new name in ICW. They are known as the Meat Wagon. I don't know if there is another wrestling um, tag team in WWE Network called Synergy. Um, that was my guess as to why they were changing their name. But there you go. I think because Synergy was technically a name that came from the LWF four-person faction that included Jack Roberts and Keen and Krishna. So maybe there. Maybe that. Possibly. I'm going well, it still came out with the Synergy um, videos, so yeah. there you go. Anyway, um, they destroyed the Jobbers, as um, no one's surprised, and they're being lined up to take on Kings of the North. Great. Yeah, should, that should be a great match. Yeah. Uh, Molly Spartan versus Lana Austin was next. I love this. Uh, it was really good to see Lana Austin back in ICW. She hadn't been there for quite a while. Um, it was... Just like um, Andy Wilde versus Sheikhel Sham. Two big wrestlers hitting hard with big strikes on the outside. Lana got thrown into the ring post. Um, close pin, a devastating rolling forearm from Lana to Molly. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant move. Um, Molly, however, fights back and hits a sit-out powerbomb on Lana Austin for the win. Um Really, really Impressive. good match. It was. Yeah. Um, these two can really go. Jason Reed versus Che Monet. Yes. Um, che Monet can hold her own with anyone. But Reed was obviously more powerful. Um, Monet, however, was far more popular with the fans. They love Che Monet. Um, there was a great elbow drop onto Monet's wrist that just looked nasty. And then a knee drop onto the wrist as well. Um, it was done really well. Uh, Coach Tripp made the distraction by coming on the apron and taking his top off. <laughs> Nobody needed to see that. Ever. Um, Reed then hit a power bomb. He could have won it, but he decided to put the arm bar on instead to send a message to Chris Bungard. He then went on the mic and is going to be taking on Chris Bungard in an MMA fight at Bard. This, to me, sounds like a bloody stupid idea on the part of Jason Reed. Yeah. Final match you would have thoroughly enjoyed. BT Gunn versus Martin Kirby. Um, this is an unofficial number one contenders match. Basically, whoever comes to this is going to be having a go at um, Kez Evans. It was great. Um, Gunn's able to keep up Kirby. Kobe was able to stand toe-to-toe with Gunn. It was just a proper wrestling match. Um... Kirby hit some great moves, including a big body slam on BT Gun. And BT Gun is not small. Um, really enjoyed this match. Um, Gun goes for, uh, sorry, Kirby goes for a destroyer. Gun hits a roll up and then a kick to the ankle. As Kirby's down on one knee, he runs up Kirby and kicks him in the back of the head, very tech end style, um, and gets the three count. Um, after that, Gun gets on the mic, calls out Kez Evans. Mark Dallas comes out and announces it will be Kez Evans versus BT Gunn in the All Steel Cage Bard pay-per-view, because all the matches are in steel cages for um, the Bard pay-per-view. So, yeah, we're going to get to see BT Gunn murder Kez Evans. All in all, I would give ICW this week three and a half sugars. It was very, very good. So, we're going to go to our top picks for the next week and our first top pick has got to be the show that is going on tomorrow 
Progress Wrestling's Who Runs the World? It's going to be a great show. Uh, incredible. We mentioned the match just announced earlier. Rio versus Trisha Dora versus Holly Dead. Uh, we now know the Progress Women's Championship will be online between Sasha Martina and uh, challenging Giselle Shaw. Lana Austin has been incentivized into her match against Alexis Falcon by putting the TNT Extreme Wrestling Women's Championship on the line. Laura Dimiteo versus Sky Smithson. Alex Windsor versus Lizzie Evo. Uh, did I miss anyone? Did I miss anyone? Uh, Royal the Royal Aces. Aces, Charlie Morgan and Jetta versus Mercedes Blaze and Tonga, who were just taping on a tear. It's just a, you know, what an event. I know I mentioned this last week, but I'm going to mention it again this week. Massive shout out to Lana Austin for her social media at the moment. She is owning Twitter. Um, our next event to push is Progress. It's well worth it because this is Roy Johnson's Everything Patent, London. We have Jonathan Gresham, the champion, versus Malik for the Progress World Championship. Giselle Shaw versus Holly Dead. The 8-7, Roy Johnson and Alexander Roth versus the East City Sovereigns, RJ Singh and Jordan Saeed. Versus a tide called Catch, Sugar Dunkerton, and Darius Lockhart. We have Harry Singh versus TK Cooper. Jody Fleisch versus Warren Banks. And Man Like Therese versus Leon Slater versus Keenan versus Levi Mule. It's a great card. Yes, and of course, Jonathan Gresham will be defending the, uh, our, the Progress Championship, newly won championship against Malik on that night. Uh, big, big. Big show, uh, amazing talents. It's just going to be tremendous. And then on Friday, I am saying a small prayer that I might be able to make it along to this. Progress, 10th yeah. anniversary show. Announced so far, we have the Smoking Aces versus the 0121 versus Sunshine Machine versus Lycos Gym versus Northwest Strong. Wow. I'm going to sneeze now. That's a gauntlet tag team matchup as well. So, yeah, it's going to be very, very interesting. And, of course, they've been building to this. This is, you know, the reason Jonathan, uh, our uh, Cara Noir is not the ROH World Champion right now. And that is because he is going to be facing Ilya Dragunov. And that, of course, leads us to the main event. Jonathan Gresham versus Warren Banks for the Progress World Championship. Have I... Sorry, go Have two people of Bane ethnicity ever main vented progress I don't think so I think they have I think Rampage took on not Joe Lethal I'm sure Rampage had a match I will look into it 
have to look into it. But uh, for me, no matter what, it's history making this match. Yeah. And, uh, it's, I guess, it, it is breaking down barriers in a way. And uh, I think deep down in my heart, I, you know, I, I said this about three weeks ago. I said that uh, Corona World would drop the title to Jonathan Gresham. Yes, he did. And that Jonathan Gresham would then drop the title to Warren Banks. And I'm sticking to that. Warren Banks will be the Progress World Champion come 25th of April. I think it's a genuine possibility. I really do. Um, we shall see. Oh, but Jonathan Gresham is the first American champion, by the way, as well. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, on to Saturday the 26th, uh, SWW <laughs> Southwest Wrestling Combat Volume 6 in Tweaksbury, Tweaksbury. Tweaksbury. Ricky Knight Jr. versus Nico Angelo versus Born Vertigo versus Gravity and Speed Force. <laughs> <laughs> Dream Girl Ellie versus Ivy. Uh, Brett Semtex versus Flynn Burden. Ruby Radley versus L.A. Taylor. Bradley, uh, Brady Phillips versus Buzzsaw Bronson. And then you've got The House, Chris Hotshot Adams and Chris Bronson. Uh, versus Level X, Ray, uh, Axton Ray, and Blanco Loco. Yay, sounds good. UBW Ultimate British Wrestling Thunder Express versus the Heavyweight Heartbreakers, who are the champions for the UBW Tag Team Championship. Tommy Kyle, friend of the show, is taking on Truman Roswell for the UBW British Championship. Sassy Bear Clarence versus Adonis Payne for the UBW Square One Championship. Rain versus Percy Trainer, RJ Singh versus Memes, and Levi Muir versus Ricky Calvert. Yes, and this is Welcome to the Garden, and uh, that is a well and done city. Yes, indeed. Uh, DOA have got Danger Zone in Yaxley. No, they haven't. No, they haven't. What have they got? Danger Zone! Yes! <laughs> DOA Danger Zone in Yaxley, Xander versus Ali OK for the Pandemonium Championship, Corey McRae versus and Dexter versus the lads, Damien versus Junior Benito, CJ Carter versus Josh Orlando for the Adrenaline Championship, Lola LaRue versus Amira Blair, and Ty Hazard. Versus Mark Wheeler, and that is the danger zone. And if you don't know what the reference is, we can't be friends. Sorry. Um, Yaxley is just outside Peterborough, if people were interested. Title Championship Wrestling I Want the Moon is at Leeds Museum. Uh, JT Marshall and BA Rose, who are the champions, are taking on Reese and Rogan. Natalie Sky versus Ivy, Hardman Dan versus Jack Maxwell, Seb Strife versus Big Guns Joe, Brady Phillips versus Dara Diabulo for the TCW Heavyweight Championships, 
Tom Thelwo is the Catch Pro Catch Height Champion, and he's going to be taking on Chris Egan. And Joe Wade, the champion, is taking on Callum Newman for the Open Weight Championship. Indeed. Uh, Ivy and Brady Phillips obviously pulling double duty uh, on that day. Unless I unless the title championship was meant to be on the Sunday. I'll, I'll double check that while you go on to the roundup. Wrestle Island. Harley Hudson will challenge Alexis Falcon for the Wrestle Island Women's Championship at This Is The Way on the 29th in Birkenhead, whilst Warren Banks will defend his Island Championship against Lance Rivera, who I chatted to at PW and is a very nice man. Kamikaze Pro Wrestling. Chantelle Jordan will defend her Relentless Championship against fearless Charlie Morgan at Sky's The Limit 8 in Digmouth. And that... Uh... Oh, God, bloody, I've lost my word in. That title championship wrestling show is on the Saturday. It is an afternoon show. And it's an afternoon show. An evening show. We'll defend against her. Ah, no. Fate Manifest will take on RKJ at DNA Pro Wrestling's. Get up, it's time to Space Jam on the 16th of April. And that's an Ipswich. And it also has an absolutely wicked poster. Indeed. Black Country Championship Wrestling. Yay! We have three matches announced so far for BCCW's Susido on 1st of April. Lucia Lee versus Luna Blue. The Clockwood Brothers versus Money Mountain. And Reagan defends the King of the Division Championship against R. See chaos. It's going to be a great show. Wrestle Resurgence. Resurgence present their own version of the ultimate challenge. As DJ Huckster faces the ultimate Mambo. That match is going to be brilliant. <laughs> and that will be at the Be Kind Rewind uh, on the 23rd of April. Plus... Plus. I'll let you go for this one. Alexis Falcon and Warhorse in a fans bring the air guitars match at Live and Fight, also on the 23rd of April as part of a double feature. Oh, I'm trying to remember how the song goes. Double feature from Rocky Horror. Oh. No, I don't know. Uh, phenomenal Elite Wrestling, my man, Hatred. It's going to kick your ass, by the way, because of what you said on uh, Facebook about wanting Eddie Ryan, the British Lion, to win this match. I'm not allowed to speak on this subject. I'm not allowed to mention H. Hood. Yeah, so you keep him out of your... Uh, yeah, I tell you what, Chocolate Thunder, he saw what you put on Facebook. He did. So he's a, just... I don't, it's just H Hood is 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 a very very good wrestler. He is. I can't argue with that. He is a very very I, good wrestler. I I knew who you were. I know who you were. Just he's just. Don't, don't, don't you even worry about Dan H Hood. I got you. We're we're good. <laughs> he's just 
going to get beaten by Eddie Ryan. Reloaded Championship Wrestling Alliance, RCW and announced that Callum Newman will be taking on Vaughn Vertigo on the 23rd of April at RCWA Saints and Dragons, as well as Sapphire Reed versus Mira Blair, Tommy Kyle versus Murdoch Miller Jr., and The Rebellion versus The West Side Heat, Smashing Mike, and I can't remember his name. No, I can't remember his tag team partner either. That's great. I've got another wrestler who's going to kick crap out of me. WAW, the wrestling world of race, uh, world association of wrestling, the uh, Knight Family uh, Wrestling uh, School, if you like. On the second of April, uh, WAW will be hosting their live wrestling and WrestleMania after party. Uh, announced for the matches are uh, Zach Zodiac versus Eric Young. Roy Knight versus PJ Knight, Dean Allmark versus Ricky Knight Jr., Tony Knight versus Brett Brett Semtex, Brad O'Brien versus Roughneck. Now time for some quick European news. Body Slam Pro Wrestling. Alice Inc. will face Regina Rosendahl at Body Slam's O-Town Showdown on the 1st of April. The winner will advance to the Women's Championship match on the 2nd of April. Indeed. WXW at the 16 Carat Revenge. Bobby Guns and Michael Knight, they've put their rivalry to one side. They have become the ultimate team and they will take on Stephanie Mays and Falsang Mudo for the WXW Tag Team Championships. Uh, Passion Pro have announced the full lineup for Passion 4 on the 10th of April. It will be the Arrows of Hungary versus 4K, BT and Benji. Senza Volta versus Peter Tihanie. Oscar versus Agile Black versus Gulas Jr. Tenqua versus Dennis Cash Dully. Robert Dreisker versus Thomas Sasbo. Mike D versus Archer. And our friend Corey McRae teaming with Red Scorpion and Zafar Amin versus Horace, Forrest Hayes and Maverick Malcolm. So, no, sorry, it's Maverick and Malcolm. Malcolm. Yeah. Cool. So that mm. is the end of our European news. That is the end of our overall news, our British wrestling roundup for the week. Andy, do you have anything you'd like to say? Uh, your pronunciation of Tenkwa was absolutely spot on. <laughs> Uh, that Passion Pro 4 card looks absolutely sick. Senza Volto versus a girl Blanc is going to, I mean, Senza Volto versus Kiani is going to absolutely rip it. Uh, with that said, check out all the British wrestling you can check out, all the European wrestling you can check out, all the independent wrestling you can check out, because there's more to wrestling than WWE, New Japan, and AEW. There's a whole world of it. Go check it out. And just remember, don't be the trolls. <laughs>